the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I remember when it was first made obvious that the opposition to Donald Trump would be this idiot. I remember thinking it's nearly impossible that Americans are too stupid to know exactly how corrupt Joe Biden has been, will be till they throw dirt on him for 50 years as a political whore, and how incompetent he was as he touted his real achievement in politics is foreign policy. Then I thought to myself, well, if you're a Democrat, number one, you're obviously an idiot. You're obviously somebody who wants something for nothing, and you'll pretty much take any excuse as you look around the ghettos of America that are controlled by the Democrat mafia. But here we are living the ramifications of allowing thievery, of allowing ballot harvesting, of allowing fraud. Now you're strapped with this idiot, this imbecile at the precipice of World War III as he pretends to be a man, this facade of a human being. Some, the picture of erectile dysfunction, President Joe Biden. Here he is in all of his bluster, scaring absolutely no one except old women in convalescent homes, thanks to Viagra and Cialis. The Russian defense minister reported today that some military units are leaving their positions near Ukraine. That would be good, but we have not yet verified that. This imbecile hasn't verified anything in his miserable existence. Nothing. This is weapons of mass deception. That's what this imbecile is running on. Information that he's bid on every single time when he wasn't bribed by countries like the Ukraine. See, that's what this is really about. The crime family Biden Inc. is owned by Ukrainian oligarchs. That's who's controlling American foreign policy. Joe Biden and the Democrat mafia are nothing more than an apparatchik of other mafias around the world, like the ones that control Ukraine. Ukraine, the only place his crack-smoking son could sit on the board of a very important natural gas company, among other crime organizations that he's affiliated with throughout the former Soviet Union. If Russia proceeds, we will rally the world to oppose its aggression. How are you going to rally the world? You can't speak. The dentures in your mouth are screwing up with the spittle. And that's why you sound like a feeble fascist scumbag that you are. The United States and our allies and partners around the world are ready to impose powerful sanctions. We don't have a partner we are not bribing. We don't have an ally we are not underwriting. What if it turns out 
when you point a finger three point back at you? What if it turns out the real currency manipulator, the real problem with the world, is us? What are you going to do now? And the more you see this incompetent idiot talk about it, the more he tries to rally support as he blindfolds people with a flag, the more obvious it is to me. On export controls, including actions that did not, we did not pursue when Russia invaded Crimea in eastern Ukraine in 2014. Who was in charge? Hey, dummy. Hey, dummy. Who was in charge? I, I, I think it was you, but did you remember that i started the cancer moonshot which i worked very hard on in the administration the administration i served in last yeah he couldn't remember it this stupid son of a dog the obama administration dummy where they were taking your advice where you were in charge of that situation then remember as you touted your foreign policy prowess you corrupt piece of dung we put intense pressure on their largest and most significant financial institutions and key industries. No, he means us. We put immense economic pressure on the American people. That's who pays for all this shenanigans. That's who pays for this failure for 50 years, this idiot, as he just gave a country to the former freedom fighters and the real Taliban. Another, another achievement of the Biden administration. These measures are ready to go. As soon and if Russia moves, will impose long-term consequences, will undermine Russia's ability to compete economically. Those long-term consequences that impede on the ability to compete, they're never going to be on Russia as much as they're going to be on you, as much as they're going to be on us. See, the real sanctions, the real long-term economic consequences are being put on the American people who were dumb enough to put this feeble fascist fraud in the office. That's where the sanctions lie, nitwits. Strategically. And when it comes to Nord Stream 2, oh. a pipeline that would bring natural gas from Russia to Germany. Hey, if you really want to cripple Russia, why don't you have your ballot harvesters go over there and elect you there? You could usurp that office, then you could kill Nord Stream 2 and 1. You could do to them what you did to us, you stupid son of a dog. If Russia further invades Ukraine, it will not happen. I wonder, how, 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 do the, how do the Democrats even live with themselves after what you've done to not only us now, to the world, as this imbecile doesn't know how to make a decision if you hand him toilet paper or car keys, he's going to con be confused for at least an hour. While I will not send American servicemen to fight in Ukraine, we have supplied the Ukrainian military with equipment to help them defend themselves. Who believes that? Who believes that? Quietly, you what? You sent 8,000 you let us know about. You sent 3,500 you didn't want us to know about. And you're shifting over how many thousands from around the world? See, because here's the dirty little secret. We've got thousands upon thousands of troops. We don't know where the hell they are. We don't know what the hell this idiot's doing. And the more I listen to him talk, the more I believe the opposition than this lying fraud. We provided training and advice and intelligence for the same purpose. And make no mistake, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. An attack against one NATO country is an attack against all of us. Who knew that? Who knew that? Maybe that's why all the NATO countries are so interwoven in corruption with the Democrat Party. 
Maybe that's why. So on one hand, he's not going to send anybody. He's going to deny that he already has sent people. Then on the other hand, he's going to threaten him. If you, if you do anything, we're going to send everybody. And then he claims there is support for this among Democrats and Republicans. Now, I understand when you have your infrastructure bill. And by the way, he spoke to that earlier in the day. So it was a real busy day for Viagra Joe. Um, I understand if you bribe some Republican politicians like Mitt Romney and Adam Kinzinger, you'll get them to support anything. After all, they own stock in Halliburton and the rest of it. But I wonder if you're going to get support among the American people who see just what an incompetent, corrupt piece of dung you really are and how bad you screwed up Afghanistan. I know you don't want to talk about it. I know you've got your CIA operatives like Jake Sullivan to lie to the people and stammer and give excuses. But I wonder how many uh, Democrats are going to sit with that. After all, isn't that the party of Code Pink? Did you learn the lessons of Afghanistan? Are you applying them now? Well, first of all, uh, to the point about the report you just mentioned, the president uh, and I sitting here today do reject the reports in the Washington Post. See, there's CIA Jake Sullivan. Just reject the reports you don't like. After all, that's what you do with your economic policy. No one's going to pay a dollar. BBB is paid for. Uh, Obamacare will lower your prices. How much more? Do you even know the truth anymore? Does the Biden administration or the American Democrat moron even know the truth, let alone want to hear it? If Russia attacks the United States or our allies through asymmetric means, like disruptive cyber attacks against our companies or critical infrastructure, we are prepared to respond. Russia, Russia, Russia. How do you know it's not Democrats attacking us cyber? I mean, I think you people are the biggest scumbags in the world. I think you've, you've obviously attacked fellow Americans in the past, and the story's just getting out. For years, the media parroted the Democrat narrative about Russia collusion. And now, as we're learning... Pete, turn uh, up the volume week, a little bit. That was a complete lie. Uh, the latest with the Durham report is that the Clinton uh, campaign... Uh, the same group that uh, fear-mongered this Russian collusion actually spied on the President of the United States. They spied on the President of the United States. They spied and they lied. We need accountability. We need accountability for the Clinton, Clinton campaign. We need accountability for Adam Schiff and Jerry... No, 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 there's no time for that now. We have to go into World War III. And after all, the, the greatest foreign mind in politics, at least as far as the Democrats are concerned, is in control of anything. So don't pay attention to what they have done and what they are doing to their political opposition here in America. Russia's the bad guy. Russia's the bad guy. I wonder, did Russia uh, use their political power to leverage Facebook? book to spew misinformation about the origins of COVID-19? Did Russia use their political will, their political power against Twitter and Facebook and other American uh, uh, Silicon Valley oligarchs to redact information and control speech? Or, or was that the Biden administration? I pick B. I received a, tw uh, a text message from a, a guy I know who was a never Trumper. And the AP, Associated Press, said that, that uh, they released an article, the American government, the Biden government, is attacking Zero Hedge for promoting Russian propaganda. And I thought back to do they mean Soviet propaganda or Russian propaganda? Because if you want to talk about Soviet propaganda, who spews that better than AOC, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, or pick a Democrat scum in our government? Who spews Soviet propaganda better than an American Democrat. See, that's what you're getting now. This is what the Soviet government used to tell their people.
when it came to foreign policies, when it came to taxes, when it came to restraints on their lives and their future and their children. You're being propagandized by your government. You're not being informed. No matter how this feeble, fascist, lying bastard tells you he's helping you, he's truly hurting you. But let there be no doubt. If Russia commits this breach by invading Ukraine, responsible nations around the world will not hesitate to respond. Too bad those responsible nations around the world weren't offended as you corrupted the Ukrainian government. You remember when you corrupted it, when you held the billion dollars so they wouldn't throw your son off of his scam? You remember when they wouldn't investigate your corruption as the vice president, you piece of dung? You remember that? I hope the foreign countries who pretend to be our allies are aware of just how corrupt you are. See, the problem is, until you're removed from that office and impeached the way you should be, we're really but a mood swing away from having your dementia-ridden derriere throw us into all kinds of turmoil, whether they be foreign or domestic. Because the problem is, Americans have enabled the Marxist mafia, pretending to be Democrats, to seize control of our government. The real threat to America is Joe Biden and nobody else. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Nice pick. Let's work in a little country too today. For a little country bar fight. I remember when Snowden released his information that the American government was more interested in spying on the American people than it was foreign adversaries, and that made a lot of sense to me. It didn't surprise me when The Hill released an allegation. Shock report alleges CIA exploiting loopholes. Uh, to cast a dragnet on American citizens. But yet uh, Russia is the problem in the Ukraine that have bribed the Biden administration. And boy, oh boy, did that money pay off? I mean, really, think about it. All they did was give his drug addict derelict son scumbag just some money, some walking around money. And forever you've got, what, trillions of dollars you're willing to to obligate to an oligarch-run country? To protect it against another oligarch-run country? Ooh, and you always have the villainous bad guy. Russia is not half the threat as the American Marxist mafia disguising itself as the Democrat Party. That's the threat. Not Russia. And who gives a rip what happens on the Ukrainian border? Do these Democrats care what happens on our border? You care about the, the Ukrainian border. Let's have some integrity. You have to be such a corrupt piece of dung to ever vote for a Democrat. Really? That's why I, uh, all the neighborhoods that uh, are void of you people are the only ones that are good, the only ones I want to live in. Trish, Lake Geneva. Yeah, so I don't really, I'm thinking there's not a war at all. I think that uh, they're, trying, they're trying to bring America down. So who all is involved in this, who knows? Might be a conspiracy theory, but I think they're trying to keep Americans scared and not paying attention to the nightmare that is going on in this country. Your Trish, thoughts? You know what I think? I think that Russia was right. I think that the Ukrainian corrupt Ukrainian government, in conjunction with the corrupt Biden government, were, were really in talks, if not already in operations, in putting a weapon delivery system in the Ukraine. I absolutely believe that. Because if it's one thing for certain, whenever a Democrat tells you they're not doing something, they're doing it. And this is exactly what happened. And they got caught, and now they're going to rally the American patriot. You go to war with Russia when they're too stupid to realize 
The real Soviet invasion already happened about 50 years ago in the colleges of this country. The real ideology of Marxism and that Soviet Iron Curtain thought of suppression of the citizens and, and a dissolving of the citizens' right, that happened in this country. We're led by Soviets. You're worried about Russia? You got the, the real problems right here. Thanks, Trish. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Mitchell in Desplaines. Don't ask me what I think. It's going to lead to that. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, you got to keep in mind that the 2016 election was not by the, the Russians. It was debunked by basically Rod Rosenstein, the, the, the deputy uh, attorney general. That one vote was impacted by Russia, and the forty-seven thousand dollars on uh, Cambridge Analytica. Those were the Facebook ads. Then you have the false story about Russia taking out a bounty on American soldiers in Afghanistan. That story was a complete ruse. Okay, it was a work of fiction. Yet you have people in the media that will opine on that particular subject and not reissue a what I call retraction. There's absolutely no integrity in this entire game. Number three, regarding what's happening now is a red herring. Putin is smart enough to know in the KGB that their operations, these war game operations on the Ukraine, is to leverage oil throughout the entire uh, country, all throughout Europe. That's and right. the fact and- of the matter is... And what's happened to the oil prices since all of this started? And who is delivering the oil to Europe? And who's making a ton of money laughing at this feeble moron some Americans call a president? This is a giant right. win for Rootin' Tootin' Putin, who just bought another giraffe, another yacht, and 17 more strippers. So Biden, once again, played right in the hands of the American adversaries in the same way he enriched the Taliban. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden and the American Democrats are the problem. It certainly isn't rootin' tootin' Putin who just wants to, to go for a ride with some hookers on his boat and play with his pet giraffe. Roy, in his car. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Hey, listen. I think your anger's a little misdirected, and I'll tell you why. All right. We need to look at the Republican Party, okay? Those are the ones that are failing us. Not oh. one of them is saying a word about any of this. Not one of them is saying a word about what's coming out in the Durham report right now. Well, no, no, no. I played you a clip from Rick Scott, who is my senator in Florida. I've got other clips from other... Maybe a couple of them, but I'm I'm talking there's 40-something of them plus a bunch of representatives. And we're going to get to the 30 that supported the infrastructure that Biden talked about earlier. So, I I mean, Roy, I, I don't know how much you listen to me, but believe me, I go after the Republicans just as much as the Democrat. They are the true... The true traitors to our belief, and they should move over to the Democrat mafia, which is where their pockets are lined. I I agree with you, Roy. They've let let us down so bad. And there's a token few that stand up. I'll give you that. But they've let us down so bad through this whole process, all through the Trump presidency. I mean, you know Hillary's not, nothing's going to happen to Hillary and her little, her little gang of thieves. Nothing's going to happen there. Yeah. It's just a big joke, and we just stand by and we just watch it all go. And no, bro, you can, day, you can always go it. to high ground, brother. That's the answer. You can always go to high ground. Get yourself in an area that supports your beliefs. Be, representative by, by, be represented by representatives that believe in your beliefs. That's how you do it. Do I have to, I, I, I got to go to break. Listen, Edward, Jim, you hang on. I'm going to go to you two first. If you want to be on the line, it's 312 642 5600. I'll be back after. AM 560. The answer. Justice will be served and the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. And you'll be sorry that you mess with. 
It's a shame because they take such advantage of our patriotism to hide their political failure and corruption. That's what this wag the dog play is. Weapons of disinformation, mass deception. That's what we're dealing with now because the Biden crime family is destroying and failing on every front. Every single front. How many people know uh, what wholesale costs are? You know, they talk about consumer price index. Anybody uh, interested in what it happens to the people who manufacture, who create things, the wholesalers of our nation? Uh, inflation running hot. These are factory-level numbers, John. Wholesale uh, price inflation, 9.7%. The inflation rate, the 12-month inflation rate, that is a really hot number. It matches. The... Nah, that's just what happens when you put a Democrat moron in charge of anything. This is what they do. So what better way to hide the evidence? To be clear, if Russia decides to invade, that would also have consequences here at home. But the American people understand that defending democracy and liberty is never without cost. I will not pretend this will be painless. There could be impact on our energy prices. Uh-huh. So we are taking active steps to alleviate the pressure on our own energy markets and offset raising prices. How are you going to do that, stupid? We're coordinating with major energy, cons- energy consumers uh-huh. and producers. Oh. We're prepared to deploy all the tools and authority at our disposal. So everyone else takes a haircut, except for you with the doll hair sewn into your head. Right? That's how it works when you deal with a gangster government, baby. You're watching it in real time. Provide relief at the gas pump. Yeah. And I'll work with Congress on additional measures to help protect consumers and address the impact of prices at the pump. Ooh, boy, does that mean prices are going to skyrocket? Whenever this stupid son of a gun mentions an industry, a product, just imagine it doubling, and you'll probably be real close to the reality in the next few months. It's a great way to hide the scam. And you can easily get the Republicans who are very well invested in defense contractors and bribed from defense contractors. After all, there's not a war they're going to turn down. They love this stuff. But nobody wants to do my idea. So here's, here's my idea. You're going to send guys there to fight? Fine. Send me. My age. You go from whatever, I'll, believe me, I'll get through boot camp with a breeze. You send everybody 54 to 45. And then when they get killed, you send everybody 45 to 38. And then you, you, you let the kids live. See, because this way they want to send 18-year-olds after they destroy the economy and they have no future, no job opportunity. They give them an alternative. Ooh, join, join the Army. Join the Marine Corps. Don't ask questions and follow these corrupt bastards into wherever they send you. Send the men. Leave the kids alone. You don't want to do that because this is what we're ruled by. Cowards. Cowards who are in charge of brave men. Patriots who are easily blindfolded with a flag to, to not understand the gravitas of corruption in this gangster government. Led by a 50-year political whore who now gets to be the pimp. Edward, Northside. Yeah, Sean? Yeah. Sean? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, let me tell you the way I see the situation uh, with the Russian-Ukrainian problem. There's only one person causing this, and that's Joe Biden. Because Putin has asked for just one thing, keep the Ukraine out of NATO. Otherwise, he'll become a cornered rat. I don't blame him one bit. And, uh, and Biden has said, I'll talk about everything except that. The only thing that uh, Putin wants to talk about, Biden refuses to talk about now I'll tell you why I say he's taking this position. It's payback for Hunter Biden being on that Ukrainian board of directors of that gas company. 
Edward, you sound like a gentleman who may be over the age of 50. Would I be right in that assumption? I'm 76 years old. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, oh, go ahead. You're an ex-what? I'm sorry. I cut you I'm off. an ex-Democrat who finally had enough sense to leave the Democratic Party. Do you remember when LBJ spewed that nonsense about Vietnam and no one wanted Absolutely. to look into his relationship with Huey? Do you the remember Gulf, that? Gulf of Tonkin incident, sure. The Gulf of Tonkin. You remember that yarn, that bald-faced lie? You remember, do you remember how it was also promoted by the generals in the military at that time, how they lied to the American people? Right. The whole time destroying politicians themselves. Right. The whole time not only destroying the economics and costing Americans who knows how many hundreds of billions, if not trillions, back then, but also killing sixty thousand American youth, forever changing the trajectory of this nation as we lost our best, our brightest, and people that could have had an impact positively in this country as they were sent as children to die for the lie. You remember? Absolutely. And my friend, let me tell you something. The effects of the Vietnam War are still here with the Vietnam veterans. Yeah, I got a few relatives, and we all know somebody that's never been the same. It's a crying shame. And the Democrat Party gets stronger, richer, and they're pulling the same BS scams. Thank you, Edward. You made my day. Jim, Chicago. Yeah, hi, Sean. How are you? I'm just glad that Rudy's out of there with his two cohorts, that they don't get bombed in Kiev. They were drinking up a storm there, and I think they found did they find Hunter's... Uh, Hunter I mean, in a drunken st- see, that's our that's our Democrat, Jim. Jim's a Democrat. So he wants to play the equivocation game. See, we are so far above Jim's league it's not even funny. But Jim thinks he's sharp. Jim's a willful moron Democrat. And Jim will be a Democrat because Jim sits on his fat ass and I'm guessing he's a streets and sand guy. Just judging by the sound of the extra jowls in his chin that he got from picking out different diners to eat every 45 minutes as they pretended they were on a union break. That's what I think Jim is. And a union Democrat will always vote for a Democrat, no matter how many times they lie, no matter how many times they are responsible for death of just the nation, the economy. And they will stoke up that corruption because, after all, a Chicago Democrat, he's not offended by the scam. He just wants in on it, huh, Jim? Go for a ride. Let me know how that works. Al, Carol Stream. Hey, Sean, how you doing today? Good, how are you? Okay, did you see any video of AOC in Texas over the weekend? Al, you know I love you. You got my brother-in-law's name. Listen to yesterday's podcast. I covered it, and we uh, already decided that she is doing the uh, Karl Marx, the devil's work, by spreading it throughout the nation. Carlos, Hoffman Estates. Listen, Johnny, man, they're so full of... Listen, Sean, they're so full of crap, man. They They... They always tend to care. They always say they care about kids, but who's the first three people they send to war? Kids, kids in masks, abortions. They don't care about kids. They no. don't care about kids. And they never send their own. And if you're rich enough, you could buy the deferments, right? We had Trump do that. And if you're connected enough, you get the deferments. We had Joe Biden do that, five deferments. He had asthma. It went away, though. He had asthma. It went away. He lived to be 90 and destroy America. So what they do is they have enough political clout to keep their family out of it. And the ones that go are the brave and the poor. That's who ends up going to war. Yep. But I think we should take my yep. idea. How old are you, Carlos? I'm 41 years old. All right, so you send me and you. We'll do some damage. I'm not as good as I uh, once was, but I'm still good enough to take on a few Russians. In the meantime, and a few Ukrainians, as far as that goes, in the meantime, you let our youth become men. Let them have life and let this country grow the only way it's supposed to, from good people within. 
the ones that aren't sent away to cover up the crime and the failure of the Democrat mafia. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate the call very much. Tom Blue, uh, Tom Blue Island. I'm not as good as I am. Hey, Sean. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sean, I'm trying to figure out where do who put Biden in charge of this Nord Stream two? He talks about that like it's the Keystone Pipeline, like he can turn it on and shut it off. Does does the United? I know the United States doesn't own that. So what is he going to send some more eighteen, nineteen year old kids over there to die for that or something? Yeah, and then when they're there, they could blow up all of the uh, information that connects the Biden crime family to the Ukrainian oligarchs. That would be good. That's two birds in one stone. That's how the Democrat thinks. After all, if we really wanted to harm russia we would send the american democrats over there to run that country we see how good they're doing here 312-642-5600 i'll be back am560 the answer i have to say i don't watch a lot of sports but i was at a party a get together the east coast of florida and the halftime show for this one i enjoyed the hell out of that i thought that was fantastic what I'm not enjoying is the destruction of my country by the Marxist mafia, led by the creepiest son of a to ever hold the office. But just pay a little bit. That just listen to this. This this creepy son of a is in charge of this country. But just pay a little bit. Yeah, he's telling the truth. I believe everything this idiot says. That's why when they call and they're a Chicago Democrat, you're a piece of dung. So sit on your fat ass and collect money you don't deserve in your pretend pension, you morons. Wayne, Hoffman Estates. Hi, Wayne. I think I scared Wayne. Wayne, you there? All right, we scared Wayne. Michael on the south side. Hey, Michael. Michael? Oh, he's one of my favorites. Got to let go of Michael, too. We'll put Michael back on hold. Find out why I can't get to these guys, will you, kids there in the... Uh... In the office, not the Oval Office. Biden also wanted to tout the infrastructure. I think the part that I find most disgusting about this infrastructure is he gets to constantly claim that it's bipartisan because he was able to get the never Trumper scum like Adam Kinzinger or Mitt Romney. Liz, my thighs, I have a rash on the inside, Cheney. He was able to get the never Trumper frauds. And he was able to brag about what a great thing this this I'll tell you what this Biden inflation, this Biden infrastructure not only will lead to inflation, it not only will destroy the future through taxation, it um, it's going to cover up a lot of your campaign contributors and pay them back for the way in which they bribed you. But look, another thing that funding uh, can support, thanks to the bipartisan infrastructure bill, is jobs. It's going to create millions, several million jobs. It's not going to create several million jobs. It will act as a subsidy to your crime family. And then they'll still have a little extra to give 30% back to the mafia and keep this game going. I'm so sick of this scam. It's so obvious. But the good news is they get to sit on their asses after being loyal Democrats and then give their opinion of how right they are when they thrust us into World War III. Michael, Southside. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Good, Michael. How are you? Uh, thank you for taking my. I'm okay. Great. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Anytime. Yeah, I made the mistake of listening to Biden's speech on one of the more liberal radio stations here in Chicago, uh-huh. and of course the co- the coverage was really fawning. And a thought occurred to me: Is it possible that the Biden people are working with the media to create <laughs> some sort of missiles of October type moment for this guy? 
Absolutely. They always have. They've always worked with the media. You're talking about a country in which the principles of the founding of this country reject collectivism. The only way to corrupt it is to propagandize collectivism so that enough of the citizens willingly give away the liberty that they were handed to by the principles of this nation. They could only do that with propaganda. We do not have media. We have very, very small pockets and a few sites that promote Americanism. The vast majority are like little Georgie Stephanopoulos. The vast majority have worked for Democrats and are still working for Democrats, still spinning these lies. And there's not a one of them that wants to touch the undeniable evidence that we have by far the most incompetent, the most corrupt, the most unfit and unable president this country's ever seen. And this is the most dangerous time in its history. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Aside from the sewer of Chicago being destroyed by the Democrat mafia itself, it's also being destroyed from cartels using the fentanyl freeway, also known as our southern border. The irony in watching these Democrat morons pretend to care about other countries' borders as they could care less about ours is almost too rich for even Democrats. We wanted to bring on Mark Morgan. He is a visiting fellow in the Davis Institute for National Security and Foreign Policy at the Heritage Foundation. And he also wrote an article that the Border Patrol cannot handle three more years of the Biden border crisis. I don't know if the country can handle three more years of the Biden regime. I hope to God they find him unfit and impeach him. Let's see what we can do about it. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Sean, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Are you, you know, you dropped this article a few days ago. Are you laughing when you hear Joe Biden come on national television today and say that a country's border needs to be secured only if it's in Europe, not so much here in the States? Is it just too much to, to even yeah, Sean, comment I, on? Yeah, I tell you, I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, to be honest. I mean, right, the hypocrisy is that, you know, uh, you know, we can have no issue. And, and let's keep in mind, his deputy national security advisor, we're talking about Ukraine, talks about one of the foundation, foundation elements for any country is its sovereignty and its, and its ability to defend its borders. Is that not laughable? I, I mean, literally, he, he has no problem sending thousands of troops halfway around the world to defend another country's border, yet he allows our southern border to be crushed and owned by the cartel. Perhaps your next article should talk about how we just want to take the Russian soldiers out of their costumes and give them packs filled with drugs and fentanyl and have them run into the Ukraine saying they're looking for jobs and better health care. I think this could solve a multitude of problems. I think you should take that stance from now on. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, right? I mean, it's, if it wasn't so ridiculous, right? I mean, but, but that you just described, Sean, the alternate universe that, that we're living in. I mean, you described the, the reality. And, and I, I, this is one thing that gets so frustrating, is that this 
is not a Republican or Democrat thing. Look, I wrote down what you said in the opening, the fentanyl, uh, uh, you know, the fentanyl uh, uh, freeway. freeway. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that. I mean, because that's exactly right. Let's just take that one issue, Sean, that one issue among the vast set of complex threats we face. 100,000 drug-related overdose in a 12-month period in this country. That's more than the Vietnam, Afghan, and Iraq wars combined, and they were 20-year wars. Think about that. How is it that we are not behind securing our borders to prevent more death and destruction? Mark, can I tell you what I've noticed? Now, you'll have to forgive me. I uh, have a firm grasp of the obvious, and I am cursed with the ability to reason. I have noticed in the implosion of my once great city and my once great state that the Democrat mafia, the Marxist mafia, really has found a wonderful position to be in where they actually benefit from their own failure. And the reason that they're more interested in protecting the predators among us, the drug-dealing scum, the cartels that we all know, Chicago's a laughing stock. The south side of Chicago, and it doesn't matter what race you are, is really controlled by the Sinaloa cartel, which is the supplier of all drugs from the uh, South America region. They are thriving. There's no inflation. There's no supply chain disruption. In fact, that crime family, that organization has gained now political power where our own Democrat prosecutors are lobbying for the protection of the drug-dealing, murdering scum. And when the kids are turned into morons and drug addicts, they now are pawns so that the Democrat mafia can use them as weapons against Americans that are not addicted and do go to work so they can use them in an excuse to take away their property. I think uh, we've been outflanked, and the ideological uh, overthrow of the American principles of the individual property rights have been overthrown, and they are most obvious in the Democrat sewers. But this is coming to a state near you if you're lucky enough to get out of one of these hellhole states. And uh, I think it's a game that wins because we do not have enough people with the gravitas to understand exactly what we're up against. What do you think? Yeah, so look, I'm with you 100%. I'll, I'll double down a little bit. Is that the, this is one of the, you, you hit on one of the very important messages. Is that what happens at our southwest border, Sean, you know, does not stay at our southwest border. And I get it. Look, look, they, the American people, they're busy. They, they, they've got jobs. They're trying to provide for their families. They're, they're, they're having to listen to lies coming from the, the bully pulpit of the White House. I get it. It's confusing. The mainstream media is lying to them and covering up for this administration. But the truth is, is that what's happening at the southwest border is making its way to every town, city, and state. And the cartels, they are a strong powerful force. I would describe them almost as a de facto government. They have their own enforcement mechanism, their strategic intelligence component, and they are in all 50 states. And we have to wake up and realize what is going on in our neighborhoods across the board. But look, here's what I'll say. And after 35 years of serving this country, I can draw no other conclusion because what's happening in our southwest border is jeopardizing every aspect of our public health, safety, and national security. Why? Why are they doing that, Sean? Look, they're not inept. Unfortunately, the Democrats see a perceived political benefit from doing this. Like you said, I believe that they think that they have a winning strategy for the Democratic Party. They believe, for example, every single illegal alien they find a pathway to citizenship is going to equate to a Democratic vote. They believe that. That is what's behind driving these disastrous and dangerous open border policies. Now, Mark, what's funny is that I am a, am a benefit of the dry foot Cuban policy with the communist Cuban regime that we used to have. And I say that because I'm blessed. Yep. I'm blessed to have one of my dearest friends, if not my dearest friend, 
be the descendants of, of um, Cuban communists who fled. The father was here in school during the Castro takeover. The mother was not. He was able to get her here through all kinds of turmoil. They came here. They are the, the most patriotic Americans I've ever witnessed. Their sons, their grandchildren, all the rest of it. I believe that the vast majority of my listeners who are from former Soviet strongholds and from former South American socialist hellholes are also the best Americans. I want a system that welcomes the oppressed of the Marxist ideology. And we can achieve that if we have a merit-based citizenship program. I think it can easily be done. I think fellow Americans share that belief of all parties. Why is it that the political whores and pimps that are in control of our country cannot articulate that message and the Republican morons uh, want more in on the social programs and are lobbying for more welfare votes than they are righteousness. Because they do not see a, a political benefit, what you described, because we know that individuals come from those countries. And, uh, uh, that is, first of all, that is about our legal, right, our legal immigration system. Those demographics that you described, they know what it's like to be in a true socialist country. And which way do you think they're going to vote, right? The Democrats know that. And that's what's unfortunate. Right now, what's happening on our southwest border, the, the, the overwhelming uh, majority of illegal aliens come across our southwest border, they, don't, they do not care about assimilation. They don't care about having the right to vote. That's not what they care about. They care about being allowed to illegally enter, not being deported, work, send money back, and bring their family uh, to the United States. If they were given those five things and told they could never be citizens or vote, they'd be good to go. And guess what, Sean? That's what this administration is giving them right now. And they're allowing them to stay here illegally. Secretary Mayorkas refuses to enforce the law. And eventually what they're going to try to do is get them all, provide them all amnesty. And again, they think it's going to benefit their Democratic Party. That's what's happening. And they're jeopardizing this country because of it. And that's why I'm fired up. And it's absolutely disgusting. Mark, here's another problem I see. When Snowden revealed exactly what, the, what was capable by the NSA, when we now are getting reports in the Hill as recent as a few as 72 hours ago that the CIA is working loopholes to spy on political opposition to the Marxist mafia and the American Democrats, when you see that the IRS has been weaponized, the Department of Justice through Ferret Face Garland, Chicago's very own Marxist, um, is now adding another Gestapo wing, is it even possible, is it even possible that the American government, the NSA, the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Justice, is unaware? Is there some way to be anonymous in this nation? Because from what I can ascertain, they know if you buy chiclets at the corner store. How could it be that they are unaware of what is clearly over 30 million people operating throughout this nation? And why is it that they um, somehow are held harmless from supervision. Who exactly is in charge of watching the movements of the CIA and the NSA? And what the hell are they doing when they're not sleeping with Chinese spy like so, uh, um, Swalwell, the gassy congressman? Who is supposed to be watching them? Look, John, I think at the end of the day, here's where I have hope and here's where I have faith, is that what we're talking about in these organizations it's not the rank and file. Look, I spent 20 years in the FBI. I know, I know that organization. Look, it hurts me to see that the FBI being used by, by 
political leaders at the highest levels of government as really a political pawn. Look, I, I also put blame on Director Ray, for example. Where is he? His, his silence is deafening. His silence is equally as loud as those that are pushing what, what is clearly their, their political agenda. But look, again, I have to, the rank and file, they are patriots. They are doing the right thing for the right reason. It's about individuals at the top. We've got to hold them accountable. We need to remove them. For example, look, the, the uh, congressional members have pushed forward to, to put forward uh, articles of impeachment for Secretary Mayorkas because he abdicated his oath of responsibility to secure the borders and protect our homeland. That's what we should be doing. The citizens have to speak up, hold them accountable, remove them, and put the right people in leadership positions. So the border patrols, these are guys that can do no right. They can do no right. No matter what they do, they're going to be in the wrong. Why, are the, uh, why is there no agenda for the, by the Republicans or even some decent people who claim to be independent to put a, yeah. propor- a proposal forward that we have these institutions, these training facilities for such great institutions as the FBI and the NSA and the Marine Corps and the Army. Why aren't they building training bases along our southern border? Why is it that we uh, can't seem to get even common sense solutions to the chaos of a, of a wide open border, even though we pretend it's been there's a fence and it's secure in some areas? The reality is it's a joke because we want it to be. We're not helping the men who who we we uh, really give an occupation to guard it. We, we leave them hanging at every turn. Why is there no push to strengthen through, through common sense initiatives something as simple as why don't we have a training facility for the FBI or the military of some kind or even police academies along the southern border? Why is it that uh, these answers aren't, aren't obvious to the people in charge? Well, what I would say is the people in charge right now, look, they know. Make no mistake, this isn't because of incompetency. Absolutely not. They are pushing forth their open border policy as part of their strategy for perpetual power. Sean, there's no, there is no other explanation of why they would open our borders and jeopardize every aspect of our public health, security, safety, and national security. You can draw no other conclusion. Look, under the Trump administration, we were doing that every single day, Sean. The border was becoming more secure. It wasn't just about the wall system, which still was a game changer in itself, but it was policies like the asylum cooperative agreement with the Northern Triangle countries, but remain in Mexico. We beefed up ICE and actually gave them the authority and support to actually go after criminal illegal aliens and remove them. We had reduced illegal uh, illegal immigration by 75, almost 80% by February 2020. And I could keep going. This administration removed it all. So we know what we need to do to secure the border, you. and we were. We need yeah, you. Yeah. We need you to go on national TV and articulate that very point. How many Americans yep. realize that it was strictly through the usurping of the most powerful office that you flicked the switch and you really tripled your problem, tripled it overnight, yep. and now we have, we have the best uh, uh, lunch date in Washington, also known as our vice president, in charge of something she has no gravitas of even understanding. And um, you said, I read your article, that the Border Patrol can't handle three more years. I'm afraid to say I think Americans can't handle three more years of this idiot. I, I completely agree. Look, not only has he been the chief architect of these open border policies, but he's lying to the American people, and he's lying to the 
to, to the very men and women who's putting their lives on the line, uh, you know, on the front lines of this nation's border. Look, he absolutely has abdicated responsibility. He is not acting like the secretary that's responsible for defending our homeland. He is absolutely per- furthering his personal ideological agenda. He doesn't care about the second, third order of negative effects uh, for this country. And that's exactly why he has to go. I mean, he is a disgrace. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, Mark, I want I want you to make me feel good about something because I grew up feeling good and being proud of these organizations. One like I don't feel proud about anymore and one you were a member of for, for 20 years, the FBI, which in my neighborhood, I'm half Italian. It was an Italian neighborhood. We nicknamed it Forever Bothering Italians. The reality is under the under the FBI with an office not far from the the greatest gangster in American history, the Chicago Democrat Mike Madigan, the Democrat mafia has been able to really bastardize capitalism, forever destroy the American economy through its corruption, its obvious open pay-to-play scheme, which in Chicago is the, is the normal way you do business, pay-to-play scheme that is really bringing down this country. Are there enough good people in this organization to kind of get to the American people, or is it something that's insulated, that's capsulated, where the good people are just really held harmless or, 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 or held captive by the upper echelon, which is obviously politically connected, like we've seen over the last six years, undeniable evidence that the top echelon of these organizations have more loyalty and uh, more connection to one specific political party, who is also the party that's destroying things. Are there enough good guys in there to say, all right, we're going right to the American people now? Yeah, look, I, I think your, your latter point is, is, is the correct one. I, again, I know these people. Look, you, you talked about the men and women of the Border Patrol, how they can't win. Look, the FBI is the same. Look, it's not the rank and file. I know them. I know what's in their heart. I know why they joined the organization. I know why they get up. It's the top echelon. Again, we have to hold them accountable. We have to remove them, and we have to get the right leadership in there, get rid of their feckless leadership, and we have to move forward. But I have faith because, again, I have belief in the rank and file. Now, his name is Mark Morgan. He is a visiting fellow in the Davis Institute for National Security and Foreign Policy at the Heritage Foundation. I'm going to drop your name when the NSA obviously throws me into a van with a bag on my head. Just see if they could keep those handcuffs loose on me, because I've been handcuffed before. I really don't like when they're tight. So you don't mind if I drop your name, do you, Mark? That's okay. Just remember, just hide a handcuff key somewhere on your person. I love it. See, you got to have strategy. He's Mark Morgan for the Heritage Foundation. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. You bet, Sean. Thanks. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560. The answer. Boy, that's bad news. Where am I going to hide a key? What am I, Pete Buttigieg? I don't know where to hide a key. Well, God knows what you'll find there. Norm, Chicago. Yeah, Sean. Uh, you know what we need is to get the American truckers to go down to the southern border and just block the whole uh, this whole <laughs> insanity that we're allowing to do. I think ninety percent of the American people would be for it. Yeah, and uh, I think we need a guy like Jimmy Hoffa to be resuscitated Ooh. and go down there. And Careful what you it. ask for. You don't want Jimmy Hoffa back, that crooked son of a dog. But I get your overall point. Here's another suggestion, Norm. Maybe we should grab the um, Canadian truckers that were not arrested by their communist government and ask them to come down here and get it started. They can definitely uh, jam up some things. I like where you're going, except for the Hoffa. He is not your friend. Wayne Hoffman Estates. Yeah, Sean, how you doing tonight? 
Uh, a couple of things. First of all, you got a great screener. She's a very nice lady. Right. Second of all, I'm an Italian-Norwegian. I don't scare easy. And I've never worn a mask through this whole thing. We're like the spotted owl. Do you understand how rare it is to be Norwegian and Italian? I've only met one other girl, a friend of my wife, and she's my kind of crackpot as well. That's a, It's like a spotted owl, Wayne. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, good. Uh, but what I want to say is this thing that's going on with Ukraine, Biden knows that Bi- Trump, uh, Putin is not going to invade him. And he's just playing, he's going to be the strong man and talk him down. If Putin wanted to come in, he's not going to listen to Biden. It's that simple. Yeah, and the he's real do what he there, wants and, to do. And, and while this is going on, any evidence against the Biden crime family has been destroyed, as far as I'm concerned. That's what this is. This is loyalty to corruption. That's all it is. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate it. Stay strong. By the way, uh, do you like salmon along with Italian eggs? Because I do. I love that. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I loved your last guest. But, you know, these things are going to continue because government works for people who show up. And Ooh, unless you're in, in, I don't know. Let me finish. Let me finish. An Chicago so, FBI office is blocks away from Mike Madigan. You're telling me there were not enough good people. Go back 30 years. There were not enough good people. There were just the bad gangsters. I mean, you could be right. It is Chicago, after all. I'm just thinking in general, uh, government works for people who show up. It's like if you're in the pit, right? You want to be in the pit because then you got the edge. You don't want to stand outside the pit and throw your order to a Yeah, but you never have the edge edge if you've got a Goldman Sachs corrupt scumbag with seven bag men in front of her. Then you don't have the edge. Because you're, you're never right, going to see those trades because those trades are underneath. Want, yeah, I got in the pit. That's why you'd rather be scuffles. in the pit. Yeah, all right. It's, I understand the broader in the pit. point. So that's why it. people got to get involved in the precinct level. The eternal Chicago Republican optimist who moved to Austin, Texas. Thank you, Kevin. You're an enigma wrapped in a riddle. We'll be back with the rest of your calls after this. AM560, The Answer. Nice and groovy. I like it. Before I get to the pay-to-play scheme called infrastructure, the bipartisan infrastructure that this dimwit, some call a president, was touting today. Boy, they must have really shot him up with the B-12, the Cialis, the Viagra, on a Starbucks drip. He had two speeches today. He's sniffing somebody's hair now. I want to get to a fellow, someone who shares my affliction, Nicole in Elgin. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? Good. Um, I just want to tell you that I'm half Italian, half Norwegian. <laughs> really? Are you really? You know, it's a rare thing. It yes. really is. You're the fourth person I've ever met. Now, do you like to fight or fool around all the time? Are you the same way? A little bit. All right. See, I, have, I have a good temper. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, see, I don't drink. I, I, I drink non-alcoholic beer. I don't drink, oh. you know, because uh, it's hard to control those urges. You know, when you're intoxicated and you want to stay married, you know, I'm not looking to give half of anything away. So uh, I just, it's like, it's nice to know there's at least four of us, Nicole, that share the same affliction. Yeah, so no, you. my my uh, great-grandpa came off the boat from uh, like a Viking ship or from Norway. Yeah, mine too, mine too. And the other one came off a boat and they told him uh, he didn't speak English. They changed his name and told him he had to go live in a ghetto. He didn't like that very much. So it makes us very opinionated, but it also makes us right. right all the time. So I want to thank you for being right all the time and you're no one to be messed with. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate the call very thank- much. I didn't mean to hang up on you. And that's why we don't tolerate bull dung 
even though it's a professional bull dung artist. And uh, that's what we have. See, we don't have a president. No, we don't. We have a corrupt, dimwit, professional scam artist, a liar, an all-around fraud. And this is when he gets to pay off all of the corruption that's been supporting him for half a century. As he's pretended to be good at anything, he's never been good at anything. Joe Biden is the quintessential political scum, political whore. That's what he is. And now it's time to pay those pimps off. Look, another thing that funding uh, can support, thanks to the bipartisan infrastructure bill, is jobs. It's going to create millions, several million jobs. Only to the unions, because the unions own this country now. When you have this political whore in, the pimps are going to thrive. Folks, look, it took a long time, a lot of administration, but we finally passed a bipartisan infrastructure bill. 30 corrupt Republicans, from Adam Kinzinger to what's this rash on my thigh, Liz Cheney, all the way to someone grease my hair, Mitt Romney. Don't worry, though, he gets to be Christ on his next planet. Everybody. Celebrate the payoff. We Celebrate this corruption. Infrastructure week. We got something done. Ooh, we got it done. Everybody knew America was falling behind in infrastructure. Yeah. That leads me to believe what the hell are municipalities doing with the money? This is my biggest gripe against this seasonal scam of infrastructure. Today, right now, look at a gas station you went by. See everybody filling up? Everybody filling up is paying taxes to maintain. The infrastructure that was here, even when this political whore was dodging the draft. It was all here. It was all to be paid for. See, with those corrupt municipalities, the vast majority where they need the infrastructure welfare the most are led by the Democrat mafia. They've been stealing the money. Stealing it. And the disgust is they are now going to pay each other off with welfare from good states. Good municipalities that did what they were supposed to do. It's like life. The good producers support the corrupt roaches. That's just like life. And now we're going to pay it off. And they can't wait to get it. After years of dead ends and broken promises, we came together, Democrats and Republicans, and we did something about it. Everybody that supported this is a crook. Everybody that voted for it is a crook. No ifs, ands, or buts. But the lying is what it really astonishes me the lying that they do so easily you know i understand that joe biden has had numerous facelifts and botox he can't even feel he doesn't know if it's his eyebrow or his chin this old decrepit skeleton of a man but he's going to come out and lie about something this country would not have tolerated when it had character you see when joe biden was a young man this country had character it identified the problems it imprisoned the criminals It didn't tolerate this kind of lies. Did you know that run out of town on a rail was because when they caught a politician that was stealing or a politician that was lying, they would run him out of town on a railroad tie. Did you know that? That's what it was like when Joe Biden was in diapers and he didn't have throwaway diapers. Oh, no, no, no. Somebody washed his diapers and he's going to tell you a lie that only a Democrat would be stupid enough or corrupt enough to believe. Think about it. Think about it. It was well intended originally when, when the child care tax credit, when, when the child tax credit existed uh-huh. early on. Where? When? Because you said, well, we got to give a break for raising kids. But I remember I used to drive my dad nuts 
because we had four kids. It was a lot less. It was less than a, was a thousand bucks, man. When you had four kids, the automobile was rare. You idiot. You're a thousand years old. When you, you, when you were a toddler, World War II wasn't over when you were a toddler. There was no child credits, moron. Your father had to do what he did. He had to con people. He was a used car salesman, not a very good one. Used car salesman. He had to also steal from acquaintances and other family members. That was called the Biden house. Do a little research on who you're dealing with, and you'll see the kind of gypsy family he comes from. Liars and cheats and thieves. And he's about at least a second generation. I say he's a fourth. But, you know, if you're making what was 12000 bucks a year, that was like making 40 now or 50 $12,000 a year in 1945 was like making 190 There was no welfare. The dollar had not been destroyed then. The Federal Reserve had not usurped all aspects of the economy. The government was not in charge of all businesses. The government was anemic. There wasn't even Social Security back then. Did you know that? Oh, it had just started, but it wasn't to the point it was now. Nobody was really collecting it. They had, a, they had a, uh, a sunset period. In fact, they started the program that wouldn't be initiated for a decade. But back then, the socialist FDR knew what it would do to the country. So he promoted more welfare. He couldn't get it passed, even with all the corruption, even with all the Democrats. He also couldn't get municipal unions. No, he couldn't. Because back when Joe Biden was a youngster, this country had character. It knew right from wrong. It knew freedom from servitude. The seeds were planted, but it hasn't blossomed to the way it has now that this decrepit scum has taken over our country. So they will lie to your face because they know once they cheat you, they can always cheat you. And we'll just call it infrastructure because that's one giant scam. You've been double and triple taxed already, and now your great, 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 great grandkids will. And they'll be able to tell a story about one, we first got $800 it was nothing. Now we're going to get 80000 because that's what happens when you set yourself on the road to serfdom. You only have serfs and royalty like this diaper-wearing dimwit. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, The Answer. Little YouTube vinyl. I had the leather coat and everything, kid. This guy was really big in the 80s. I don't think you have an understanding to walk around in my bottle leather coat. I didn't know back then he was a socialist. But, uh, man, he could sing. A little weird with the eyeglasses. I'll tell you another thing I can't stand about Democrats, scumbags. They are entitled to everything. And when the political whores are confronted by some taxpayer, an honest man or woman, who actually goes to work and is extorted to keep this mafia scheme running, the gangster government, the last thing they want to hear is, I pay your salary. Did you know that? Oh, they laugh at you. Yeah, you pay my salary. Because after all, they're in the mafia. Just like the way the pigeons pay the salary of the real gangsters, the ones that are men. What they hate is that. You pay my salary. So Joe Biden today, while celebrating this infrastructure mafia scam, wanted to tell a little story. But I use it as a window to who we're dealing with. See, the lie about Joe Biden, number one, is that he's poor. Number two, that he's a good guy. Joe Biden is a scum. 
a pretend wannabe gangster like all the rest of the Madigan Irish mafia. They're mad by nature because God shorted them in the trousers. So they walk around with a little chip on their shoulder. So Joe Biden told a story that proves my point beyond a shadow of a doubt. I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. Uh-oh. So I went over. <laughs> I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. I hope her husband beat the hell out of you. Because that's what happens in my neighborhood, Irish gangster. That's what would have happened to you in Elmwood Park. Oh, your whole story would be different. Your speech stammer would be the same. You'd be confused like you are now. You wouldn't be sure how to get out of a room without a lit exit sign. It'd be similar to the dementia you're suffering now while you have usurped the presidency. That's what happens in my neighborhood. When scum, politicians, political whores pretend to be men. Because you never were a man. You are not a man. And you're certainly not a representative in this country. You're a disgrace. Uh, Dominic. Glendale Heights. Yes, I got a solution how to get people to go to war. Like you said, the older guys should go. Very simple. Single men die sooner than married men, but married men are more willing to die, which means they'll <laughs> join. You'll get two, three million in a week. <laughs> I tell you, I like it. And you know what I like about it? It's right after Valentine's Day. Nice way. We're never too soon, Dominic. I love it. Greg LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good. How are you? Uh, did they? Pass some sort of bill today? Is that what you're saying? They're celebrating the infrastructure. He's out touting about how it's going to create jobs with, while ignoring the oh. fact that it, it, he hasn't created one job, not one, as he tries to reestablish the American economy under this collectivist corruption we're pretending is an, is an economy now. Go ahead. Listen, I got a question for you. Uh, in light of what happened in Canada where they're ratcheting up the pressure on the truckers, go, using the using the bankers and the insurance companies as, as you know, sentinels of the state mm-hmm. to put pressure on these guys, what, what do you think the outcome will be? Do you think the Canadian people will rise up against this stuff and say enough is enough? I think the smart ones, the smart ones will flee to the red states in America. The people who, are, who cannot afford to will be held captive and harmless, just like here in America. That's what will happen. Thank you, Greg. Because the reality is Canadian law isn't structured to build the freedom and liberty of the Canadians the way American law is. Now, American law has been bastardized through mafia members and their wives being on Supreme Courts, just like Illinois. But there are states that are honest, and only in those states will the rise come. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Obviously, the people that suffer under the Marxist Mafia American Democrats, are always going to be the weak. That's who suffers. That's who inhabits the sewers of the big cities. But who suffers in the long term are always the children. Those are the ones that are used as pawns. 
They suffer from the ramifications of policies. And I don't just mean the fact that they let their mother murder them. I'm talking about the ones who have to operate in a regime of public education that is more of a money laundering scheme to corrupt teacher unions than it is an education system. COVID has a silver lining. It was exposed for the corrupt mafia. It is. Now it has another silver lining. The kids will become adults. They will remember this atrocity and how they've been abused. And the information will come out just as it did on CBS, CBS by an epidemiologist, much to the chagrin of the propagandist pretending to be a reporter. I should also mention that really at this point in the pandemic that we do not have strong evidence that mask mandates of children in schools have actually been effective at curbing the spread of COVID-19 within the schools. So um, we should really, you know, look at the harms and the benefits of what we're doing to children and ask if it's worth continuing masking in schools. And I and my co-authors feel like uh, that that the um, benefits of masking, which we really haven't been able to identify in schools, do not outweigh the harms, particularly to young children and uh, English language learners, etc., If we had an opportunity to look at the effects of policies by the Democrat mafia, they would be eliminated from American history. We want to bring on Corey DeAngelis. He's the National Director for Research at the American Federation for Children, Executive Director at Education Freedom Institute, to discuss. How are you, Corey? Thanks again for joining me. Hey, doing well. Thanks so much for having me. It's interesting. Ultimately, ultimately, there will be a moment of uh, reckoning when people are privy to the truth we've lived under 24 months of a marxist mafia seizure of american way of life i think people are being disgusted by the results and i think the rejection is uprising do you think i'm onto something yeah i think you're right and what you said about the the silver lining of covid has been parents waking up to the nonsense with the school system and at this point look it's we're into 2022 Two weeks to slow the spread has turned into two years to flatten the generation of children. It's absolutely atrocious. And like you said, hopefully those kids don't forget uh, the adults who, who put them last. Uh, and, and, and look, at the same time, the argument for school choice is, is stronger than it ever has been before. We had all of these problems bubbling up over the past two years. First, it was, you know, in-person versus remote learning. Then it was this curriculum or that curriculum. Now we're fighting about this COVID mitigation strategy or that one, or to let the parents choose. But all these problems are really just symptoms of the larger issue, which happens to be that we force millions of kids into a one-size-fits-all government-run school system. And the reality is that's by definition, not going to work with a diverse population of families. Families disagree about how they want their kids raised, how they want their kids educated. They have different levels of risk tolerance and preferences, and those things are okay. And the only way out of that mess is to allow the funding to follow the child to an institution that aligns with the family's values and best meets the needs of the individual student. That would also provide incentives for the public schools to try their best to to meet the needs of as many families as possible. You know, in these Democrat stronghold sewers, I think that the citizens were kind of lulled into complacency by having the perfect socialist scheme. And it is perfect when you really look at it. You're able to spread the corruption and the cost of educating a public school child to the tune in Chicago 
of $28,000 per pupil. Yet the best private schools are often less than half, if not a third of that cost. I was lucky enough. I worked hard enough. I succeeded enough to send my kids to private school. It was a tremendous cost at that time, but I always raised my kids to understand why they went to a private school. It had nothing to do with religion. It was to prevent the mafia from using their name as a revenue generator. Now, I'm lucky. My kids will not associate with Democrats. They're like their father. I'm also seeing now my nieces, who are young, having kids of their own, and they have kids in grade school. The reaction of these kids in grade school that are being turned into Soviets as they are strapping on the dirty diaper, we now know beyond the shadow of a doubt it did zero good except depress the children and create things, words such as anxiety, which I never heard anybody use until two years ago. Yet here we are, and I think that a lot of these kids and a lot of their parents are mobilizing, are going to these uprisings, but moreover, they will fall on deaf ears in these strongholds, I believe. Do you think it will attribute to an even more increase in moving out of these Democrat strongholds like Illinois, New York, New Jersey, and the rest of it? Yeah, so one, I want to give data on the uh, tuition on average in Chicago uh, private schools. I just looked it up. In, in 2022, the private school review shows the average private school tuition in Chicago is only about $11,000, which is far less than half of what they plan to spend in the 2022 school year in the government schools on a per-student basis. So you could give families half or even less than half of the funding, save the taxpayer a bunch of money. You could even give thousands of dollars back to the government schools, and you can create a win-win situation where uh, families get a choice, taxpayers could even get a rebate, and the public schools could even get some of that per-pupil funding back and end up with higher per-pupil revenues and expenditures. You can create a win-win situation. That's how much money they waste in the government school system. Uh, it's made the, the, the case stronger than ever in Chicago. But I think you're right that, you know, the reality is even though a majority of constituents, Democrats and Republicans and independents support the funding following the child, well, when it comes to in the state houses and how Democrats tend to vote, they tend to be a lot less likely in the state houses to vote for school choice initiatives and i think that has a lot to do with the money laundering scheme that you referred to at the beginning of this uh this conversation with the teachers unions if you look at the american federation of teachers for example where uh randy weingarten the least liked union president in the nation right now in, in my opinion ever since 1990 at least 97 percent of their campaign contributions have gone to democrats as opposed to republicans or independents Ninety-seven percent, Corey. Ninety-seven percent. That was the lowest number in, in in the past thirty years in one of the cycles. It's usually above ninety-nine percent. It's money well invested, though, isn't it? I mean, when you look at these sewers, these strongholds, and you know, when we watch our news in Chicago, not only are the are the vast majority of the kids illiterate, so are the teachers. However, they do get to vacation in Puerto Rico while shooting uh, 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 videos for their Instagram, talking about how virtuous it is for the kids to sit home, for the kids to be, be injected with an experiment, and for the kids to put on a slave plate while they really entertain themselves at the average salary in a Chicago school teacher being, what, three times the national average? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know the specific uh, Chicago numbers, but you're right. You, the Chicago Teachers Union board member was vacationing in Puerto Rico while railing against going back to work in person, but it was safe enough for her to go to the beach in person to travel all that way to get over there. Uh, but look, the reality is, although the stronghold in K-12 education as far as special interest groups uh, uh, were, are concerned have been the teachers unions for, for a very long time, but now we have a new special interest group in town, parents who want more of a say in their kids' education, and they're watching more closely than they ever have been before. And this is working in other parts of the country. You saw the Virginia election. They held uh, Terry McAuliffe accountable for saying, I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. And that really shows us that parents can make a difference and they can hold politicians accountable. They have to band together and push back against these monumental government school employee unions, parents can win. They have more power in numbers. There are more parents than employees in the system. And parents care about their kids more than anybody else. So they'll fight for the right to educate their kids as they see fit, harder than anyone will ever fight to take that right away from them. So they can win these battles, but it's up to the parents to band together and push back against the status quo, the government school monopoly, if they want to get anything done. So I uh, I have uh, taken my act and gone to Florida. I'm a real estate broker by profession, aside from the radio. And it's amazing for me to sell or look at a property that is three times the cost of my property in Elmwood Park, and the property taxes are one-third. My neighbors are all former citizens of these Democrat strongholds. Do you think after COVID there is now an awakening to exactly how much of your outrageous property taxes, which ironically are no longer ad valorem as these Democrat sewers are imploding and the uh, states that are not corrupted by the teachers union are thriving. For people your age to say, because you know, you're a younger guy, for people your age to say, I am not going to buffer the cost of this corruption and to look at it from a money standpoint. Aside from the way my generation did, which is I want to be close to my mom and dad and all the rest of it, my brother and sister. <laughs> you know, it, it's a way to destroy your your personal, individual family wealth. If you're just looking at it on a numbers game, you cannot make the decision to buy in these Democrat-run hellholes, which are nothing more than a laundry scheme for the for the unions, whether they be municipal or teacher or whatever the case is. Ultimately, the evidence is very clear, is it not? Yeah, I mean, you can already see people voting with their feet to red states, uh, places that ha that that don't have as high as property taxes or state income taxes. We've seen uh, people leaving D.C. We've seen people leaving New York, uh, going towards states like Florida and Texas, and that's because people see that the policies are overall better. And there's there's more school choice, at least in Florida, and their public schools have gotten better over time in response to the competition from the expansion of school choice. In Florida, Florida's uh, nat nation's report card scores were in the middle of the pack a couple of decades ago, but now they're at the top of uh, top five, depending on the outcome you're looking at, after adjusting for differences in student demographics across states. So Florida has been a good model for school choice. And look, I think more people are figuring this out, that there isn't any good reason to fund these failing government institutions when you can fund the student directly instead and the latest nationwide polling on this from Real Clear Opinion Research has found a 10 percentage point jump in support of school choice from 64% support nationwide in April of 2020 to 74% support nationwide in support of school choice in June of 2021. So there's huh. there's been a massive uptick. 
We're called, we've called 2021 the year of school choice. 19 states expanded school choice in that year alone, and about 30 states already in 2022 have some type of bills in play to expand funding students as opposed to systems. So the parents, parents have woken up. They're not going away anytime soon, and they're paying attention and uh, the, 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 the momentum is continuing to move forward based on the legislative act. Just today, two, two uh, committee votes uh, passed some bills, one in Oklahoma, one in Utah. Yeah, we're, and, and we expect more activity this week as well. So it's you know, I very think good news. Waking up that a name on a roster, regardless of the grades, regardless of the kid being in a gang, you know, you got to remember, I'm talking to you from the sewer of Chicago. Those names on a roster just equal 28000 now for that kid. And the reality is, if we were able to have school choice, I believe it would be less than five years before the teacher unions were broken, before they couldn't afford their own corruption. I'm curious to know, do you think it would break apart, or would there still be enough political uh, uh, pressure to intimidate citizens who have already been ruled by their their masters in the Democrat Mafia of Chicago to just keep that scam going. Yeah, I'm not sure if it would totally break the teachers unions in five years. I mean, if you I just if you look at where school choice has been implemented, the public schools have gotten better. That doesn't mean that the teachers unions have had to change their game or any, have had to change their game or anything. So I think they have had to listen to families more, and this is why I don't think. Teachers unions per se are the heart of the problem. I think the problem is that you have the the power dynamics of the teachers unions coupled with these geographic monopoly schools that get your money regardless of your choice in the matter. And them together, that, that means that the teachers unions can lobby for policies that don't actually help parents, and parents are stuck without exit options. They can go on strike like in Chicago and get $26,000 per student per per year, and then families are kind of stuck looking for a private school or, or just not, not having any options. I mean, if, if Walmart employees went on strike for whatever yeah. reason, it would kind of suck, but you know, I'd, I'd have the, at least have the ability to go to Trader Joe's or another provider. When that happens with schools, families are the ones feeling all the pain, and that doesn't happen in the private sector. So the problem is with public sector unions without school choice. If you had bottom-up accountability, a lot of these problems would go away. Corey, I want you to go back in time. There was a union president, the pitcher of gluttony. Her name was Karen Lewis. She was 400 pounds of absolute communism. She spewed it daily. She, was, she finally found a diet that worked, and then she went away. Now we have Sharkey, who is verbatim repeating the Communist Manifesto. I really do think this is going to be something that will prevent people from moving into these areas. And I also think, ultimately, it will end in a positive note, as it is beyond the shadow of a doubt, steeped in corruption, while using the kids as pawns and fundraisers. So I'm optimistic. Your articles always make me more optimistic. Corey DeAngelis, you know how much I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Where can the people go to find more of your writings? Yeah, thanks for having me on. You can always go to my Twitter. It's at DeAngelis Corey. And if you want to help us in the fight for education freedom, you can go to educationfreedompledge.com. I so appreciate you coming on. Thank you again, Corey. Yeah, thanks so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560, The Answer.
lies and the corruption of the Democrat mafia destroy the future for everyone. Some people recognize it. Some people can get out of the way. Some can't. I have sympathy for the people who can't and are trapped. But on this show, what I give you is three hours of Democrat free living. They try to call I have honey money block the scum that have destroyed the future for our kids, for our wives, for ourselves. This is what they do. Feudalism. Feudalnomics. I can't believe how fast this show is going. I want to I talk to Steve, but I don't want to cut him off. Um, I'm going to play a clip. And the minute it was sent to me, it was sent to me by one of the listeners. It was actually sent to me by the boss. And I told Honey Bunny, I guarantee you whoever sent this is a listener of my show. And uh, it turns out I was right. This is from Glenbrook School Board today. This is not what you promised. You said if they don't wear a mask, they can't speak. I have a mask. I can wear the mask on my head if you want. I mean, it's just... You can wear your mask on your... Okay, enough, enough. We're going to take recess for five minutes. Please. We'll take, Get we'll take the a out of the room if he can't put his mask on. He didn't want to put his mask on. No matter how he gets bullied around by the willful slave, by the enforcer of the government feudalism, by the moron corrupted because he wants his salary to sit on his fat ass and pretend to be a man. It's time you stand up to these scum. And that's what they will not take. Steve Northbrook. Hey, Sean, I really appreciate you airing that clip of the Glenbrook uh, School Board meeting last night. That is a uh, oh, last night. Uh, prof- profane, uh, v- uh, vulgar-ridden uh, tirade by uh, the school board member, uh, Joel Taub. And, uh, He's the one uh, who wanted to talk like he was from the neighborhood, like he was a man, and intimidate the father. Is that correct? You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, it's just complete evidence that uh, these Marxists have infiltrated the school boards all across the country. And this guy had a Facebook post on November 6th of 2021 that said that uh, he didn't know where the parents should control what is taught in schools because they are our kids was coming from. And he said uh, that the schools are not to teach what parents want their kids to be taught it's to teach them what society needs them to know and so we see this going all over and these poor kids at glenbrook uh, north school district are still wearing masks we know it doesn't do anything and now we have the school board member who is basically you know just throwing out a tirade uh telling this uh parent of the student that he can wear his mask on his genitals and throwing f-bombs out in a school board meeting i mean it's just gotten out of control and we've got to get these people out of here steve i want to thank you for sending me the clip and uh exposing the kind of gangster government we have and only in that area can he get away with it only in that area can he get away with it that's why i never sent my kids to uh public school i would have never lasted with some scum fat ass slob like that talking to me like that this is when you go out in the right, parking lot. See where I could stuff that mask, you fat slob. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the call very much. We'll get to the rest of your calls after this, except if you're a Democrat. Oh, if you're a Chicago Democrat, change the station, scumbag. You're the one that destroyed Chicago. You're the one that destroyed Cook County. You're the one who wallows in the corruption because you want your pension. You want in on it because you're a scum. You're the cancer of America. This is only for the good people. 
The rest of you change the station. But for the good people, we'll be back after this. AM560, the answer. You know, it's funny. We uh, we had a caller earlier from the sewers Chicago call, and they always tout how bad the Republicans are. To me, those are the only people that should be subjected to the ramifications of these mafia members, this gangster Marxist mafia we call Democrats. They should have to live in these sewers of corruption. Who gets caught up in it are good people. Who funds it are good people. I don't ever want to hear a Democrat voter complain about property taxes, about the quality of education, about the corruption. That's what you endorse, scum. Now go live and wallow in it. That's why I give them no format. There are many, many good people trapped in it. Those are the people I pity. I have sympathy for. Those are the people I hope things change for. There have been people that um, have been captured because of wealth or because of a job that they started or family, love and affection. But the quality of their life is always going to be less than it could be because they are under the regime of a corrupt Democrat mafia. Nothing is a better example of that than these schools, these public schools in the sewer of Chicago and throughout Cook County and Illinois. This is where they thrive. This is where they survive. So when I hear this Glenn Brook clip, I feel bad for who he's speaking to. This is not what you promised. You said if they don't wear a mask, they can't speak. I have a mask. I can wear the mask on my head if you want. I mean, it's just... You can wear your mask on your... Okay. Look at like a man, like a gangster. It reminds me of my old neighborhood. And those are the fat slobs I call you out in the alley, and you never show. You never show. So I always get back, I used to before I got married, by dating their women. Uh, Rumor is he was talking to somebody I know. Is that possibly true? Mark Wyamiller? Is that true? Hello, Sean. Yes, it's true. Uh, accidentally, I became famous. Emma Woodhouse posted it. it the video has about 50,000 views. I did not intend to do this. I just wanted to speak like J.B. Pritzker and Joe Biden, take off their mask when they speak. Is there anything uh-huh. wrong with that? First of all, the mask, is, it, it, it's, it's an act of servitude. It's futile. It's done no good. It, the evidence is quite clear. It never did. I never strapped one on. I moved to a state that protected my individual right to be a man, to be an American. So I completely agree with you. Now, I want to get a little mental picture of it because I was not there. I'm assuming by the sound of it, this is a fat slob of a guy who really has hidden in the corruption of the school system for a little, ah, about three, maybe four decades. Do I have it about right? Yeah, this guy, I, I, I was shocked because... The board president told me, I don't know if you can hear it in the clip, he said, I could go ahead and speak. I told him I might have a medical and religious exemption. He said, well, go ahead and speak. I restarted my clock because I didn't want to lose. I was already 54 seconds into it. And then this guy piped up and interrupted me. I said, well, can I restart again? And that's when it really got mad. And, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I, I, I know I trigger people, but it kind of yeah. shocked me, and it, it uh, scared the heck out of me. Now, Mark, I've known you for several years. I um I know you, and I know that you, unfortunately, are extorted by this crime syndicate. You and your family have been in the real estate business for generations. Is that true? Yeah, we do uh, property management in Chicago. We're kind of phasing out. I'm trying to downsize some, 
but we have paid a large amount in property taxes and, and every other tax. So it's, it's, uh, the city has been very hard on me, and I just wish they would. And, and this thing, the last four weeks with the VEX card, uh, has, restaurants have lost millions of dollars every day, oh, yeah. millions of dollars. But I want, I, want, I want to help you, okay? I want you, when you're faced by these wannabe gangster scum, I can't come there and slap the taste out of their mouths. I reformed. I promised my wife I wouldn't get arrested anymore. But I want to help you. And all you need to do is remind him that for generations, your family has been the one they've been extorting. So you are his better. You are his boss. And when he speaks to you, he is to speak to you with the respect of speaking to his superior on every level. And you don't take that from fat slob charity cases who only exist on the corruption of gangster government. It's time to put these slobs back in their place. Can you do that for me? And then you yeah. remind him that if you were to put that on your genitals, not only would it be protecting something better looking than his and Dr. Awardi's face, but it would do as much good as it does on the face of any American. Can you remember all that for me? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just send him a text. But if he just went mask optional tomorrow and the kids were out of mask, I'd be happy. That's yeah. all I'm looking for. If you it's have their numbers the to send a text, would you send a text to his wife and ask her if she has a Gucci watch circa 1986? I left this by some tramp's house. I can't find it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the call very much. Uh, Travis and Wheaton. How's it going, Sean? Love you, love you, sir. Thank you, Travis. Love you, babe. Hey, I was wondering if you had by chance in the last uh, day or so seen the video out on YouTube by Red. I did not. What's it called? Oh, we lost Travis. Sorry, Travis. We, bad connection. Probably the NSA. Helen in her car. Hey there, how are you tonight? Wonderful, Helen. You're getting a text. Go good, ahead. good. Hey, I'm calling you because a lot of folks are trying to keep the board members and administrators accountable. There's something called surety bonds. I don't know if you have talked about this in the past, but it's like an insurance bond that administrators and board members have to purchase in the event of a lawsuit or something like that. Oh. There's a website called bonds for the win and they will literally take you step by step they have a template to fill out so you can go after these folks and it's kind of like serving them you know a notice and and they have to reply they have a limited number of days legally and all kinds of stuff really so, all right see i did yeah, not know to offer that thank you very much you oh. know what else is a solution yeah. as far as i'm concerned helen I think that if yeah. you take your kids off of these roles, off of these registrations, you are harming them financially. And the only way to bring down For a gangster, sure. the only way to bring down a gangster and a mafia is to choke off their money supply. And until the American well, people yeah. just say, my kids are better off if I take Helen and we get 10 parents, 15 parents, we all give her 10000 apiece, and we hire her as a personal teacher for our small group of kids, that's the only solution. That's what I think, Helen, but it's good people like you that give me hope in a bad system. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for calling. When I get back, I'll take the rest of you. I wanted to play a little Lori Lightfoot clip, but do you really want to hear that lying fraud? Let's just give a little snippet of her voice because I find it to be repulsive, almost like Dr. Rewardi's face. Well, February 28th is obviously the date that the states are... Shut up, dimwit. Stop wearing man clothes. We'll be back with your calls after this. AM 560, The Answer. Oh, let's have fun. I can't believe how fast the show... I can't believe how fast the show went. 
All right, let's do a little schadenfreude. I, I, I find this particularly lovely. I don't mean to brag. I don't care. But I want you to know, double-vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot, too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled. Went to Mexico twice. Did shows. Meet and greets. Never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. And that's the sound of her head hitting the stage as she ended up like every Democrat I came across when I was drinking. Love it. Can't help it. Schadenfreude makes me smile. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. The question I want to ask you tonight, you know, I was kept watching the, the Super Bowl. I know you don't, but and uh, all that. But what's this, all this, this guy with the Hyatt Hotels saying Richard Irving's a candidate and pretty much bought and sold the Republican primary? I mean, I met this Richard Irving on two different occasions, and I have to say I was not impressed. And for the life of me, I will not vote for a pro-abortion candidate, period. No, what do you I like think? it. I think it's a Democrat step and fetch who's exactly what the uh, yeah. Republican Party will welcome in because they're as, well, they're slightly less corrupt than the Democrats, but they have a better scam going. They're working in the shadows with their video yeah. poker and their marijuana, marijuana dispensary. So I think he fits the Illinois Republican Party. Just a shame for the Illinois Republican citizen who's nodding on the scam and doesn't want to be. Thank you very much, Robert. Travis Wheaton. Hey, Sean. Sorry about that earlier. No, no problem. Go ahead. I wondered if you had seen the video on YouTube put out by Red Pill Pusher about the school district in Vandalia, Illinois. I did not, but thanks to you, I will not be able to please, see it by the morning. Please do, and, and I hope you bring it up on one of your future shows after you do some digging, and I would like to know how we do it around here. This lady went so far to prove that the entire state received $5 billion from the federal government to follow this mandatory masking bullcrap so the oh, schools yeah. are getting paid and she singled out that the vandalia school district received five million eight hundred thousand and some change travis i appreciate the tip i appreciate the call but i'm not surprised i grew up in the sewer of chicago and what a great scam it is when you could spread out the corruption to every single property owner Every single property owner gets an uptick in their costs, and the money gets carved up between a couple of corrupt oligarchs. It is a system of corruption that made the Soviets say, damn it, why didn't I think of that? Matt, Glenn Ellen. Hey, Sean, love you, love the show. I got a quick Thank story you. for you. I had, a fr- I had a friend that works for a software company that helps uh, set up software systems in the he was in Detroit. He got transferred to Chicago. Was all excited because he was close to the home, and uh, went by his house one day and told me <clears throat> about three in the afternoon. He seemed like he had, had a couple cocktails. I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I just got fired today." Yeah. And he told me what happened, and he said he wants to write a book on it, but he's afraid he'll get killed with his family. That the Microsoft whoops, I slipped. Yeah, that's System right. that was getting set up in yeah. Chicago. They had a ghost payroll for Chicago for a consulting firm yeah. that Microsoft had to send checks to. And I like that. They well, Matt, you know what that's called? That's done. the Chicago way. I'm pretty sure that Microsoft d- deducts that 
when they file their taxes as shakedown. Oh. Thank you, Matt. It's a travesty. It's disgraceful. It's organized crime. And it's a Chicago Democrat. Sad part is they don't get what they deserve alone. They drag good people into it. Those are the victims of their corruptions, also known as Chicagoans who are not in on the scam. The good news is some of them are recognizing it and going to high ground, which is the only solution. I'll be back in 21 hours. Fastest show on radio. You know why? No Democrats slowing us down. I give you Democrat-free radio, and I'll do it again tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 